0: Hi, this is Terry Dismore, and you're listening to the Quiz the Diz podcast. Terry brings years of experience in consulting, management, leadership, and life. In this podcast, Terry answers questions about these topics, bringing wisdom from a kingdom perspective. Our website is quizthediz.com. Now here's the Diz. Welcome to Quiz the Diz, and Joe Miller, my friend from Powell, has a great question. What is it, Joe? Who is your favorite H7 Powell member that is taller than six foot five inches? Okay, well, since there is only one member of H7 in Powell that is over six foot five. I think you know the answer to that. But some people may not know what H7 is. Well, H7 is a networking group that I happen to be involved with here in town. My wife is too, and hundreds of other people. And what it is, is a networking group that's a little bit different. It's built on abundance. We don't believe that we restrict. We believe that we grow by helping people to connect, serve and then we ask them for leads. So it's not just a, a card trading thing where you go in and give your business card out. It really does help make personal connections with people. So that's what we do. And Joe, you know, you're my favorite over six foot five there. So did you have another question? How do you add more value outside of your product or service to potential clients? Now that's a good one too. let me tell you, Joe asked good questions And I will say this, that a lot of people ask me questions. As a matter of fact, one of them is, what is Quiz That Is All About? Well, it's just like that. Joe will ask me a question, and I will answer it. It's kind of what I do in my consulting practice, and really it's what I do in my own life. So how do you add more value outside your product or service to potential clients? Well, first of all, let's talk about your product and service, what it is. Most people, when they buy a product or they buy a service, are not really buying the product and service. Did you know that? Well, sure, that's what they get. But what they're really buying is you. They buy the experience of being around you. Whether you're Joe Miller or Terry Dismore or Tronda Hans or whoever you happen to be, they're buying the experience of your personality. Now, if your personality is brusque and hard to get along with, uh, you got a problem. But that can be solved. But products and services are something that we're trained to sell, but we don't really sell that. We're really selling ourselves. So keep that in mind when you're talking about your product or service. But how do you add more value outside that product or service to potential clients? And that's a harder thing to answer, but it can be answered. First of all, let's look at your personality. How do you handle people? do you make them feel better when they are around you for a day? Now, some people do. There are people that I love to be around, whether I'm buying something from them, selling something to them, or just talking. I enjoy having time with them. I always learn something from them. I've got a friend, uh, Mike Weaver, who is a pastor here in town, and we never set down that we don't learn something from each other. And he's also an improvisationalist, and I love comedy. I love to make people laugh, and not that you could tell it from this, this podcast. But it's one of those things that uh, I just get a lot out of being around Mike. Well, he doesn't sell me anything and I don't sell him anything, but he adds to my life. So that's more value that you can add to your potential client. Another way is connecting them. And that'll go into the networking thing here a little bit. And I think one day we're going to get the founder of H7 Work's Clayton Hicks, to be on the show with us here. And we're going to talk about networking and connections and how important that is especially in today's environment with all the restrictions that are going on this podcast is being recorded during the coronavirus shutdowns of 2020 and and you can't get out and see anybody well you can but some people choose not to and it's harder in some ways so we've had to improvise now in our case in the case of h7 We've had a unique opportunity to kind of rebuild the business, and it is based on personal interaction in in group meetings, in-person meetings, and then also Zoom meetings. We did a lot of Zoom meetings so that I've met people from Cincinnati and Dayton and Indianapolis and Minneapolis that I would have never known in my life but they've been on either uh, a Zoom meeting of some sort or some sort of uh, Zoom party that we've had or some sort of connection like that. So that's another way that you can add more value outside your product or service to potential clients. But here's the best way I think there is to add more value outside your product or service to potential clients, and that is finding out what their needs are. Because sometimes your product or service meets a specific need, but they have another one that is more urgent, that is more difficult to fulfill. So, what do you have to do with that? You have to know them. You have to get to know them a little bit. So, remember a few minutes ago, I said people buy from you because of your personality, but you also have certain people that you deal with, as I mentioned a few minutes ago, that you like to be around. And so, the important thing to remember here is what are their real problems? Now, a lot of times people will say, well, I've got a problem with this. Now well, they don't really have a problem with a particular thing. They've got a problem that you can see with something else. And the great thing about consultative services and consultative selling is that you don't just find out what they have an urgent need of that you happen to sell. You find out what they might have an urgent need of that you don't happen to sell, but that you can connect them to somebody that does. can't tell you how many times that's happened for me where I've said, well, I can't help you with that, but I know somebody that that can. And I'd rather do that. I used to work at a place a long time ago that the answer to the phone call was, do you sell? Yes, we do. Didn't matter what it was. Well, that was okay, and and it was kind of funny because it was in Louisville, Kentucky, and I worked at a place called Cadillac Plastic, and we sold sheet, rod, and tube plastic. So you could buy plexiglass sheets, you could buy rods of nylon, you could buy tubes made out of polyester, all this kind of stuff. But there was another place in town called the Cadillac Sign Company. Well, every, well, I'd say once a month, once every other month, we'd get a call from somebody wanting letters for their sign or wanting a new sign, and the answer was, yeah, we sell that. And what we would do is then pick up the phone and call Cadillac Sign Company, tell them what we needed, get their price, mark it up by like 10%, something like that, and sell it to the person that had called us. Now today, as a leader today, I would probably say, you know what, you need Cadillac Sign, not Cadillac Plastic. And I would help them find that phone number and I would send them over there. Well, now you're out 10%. Yeah, that's true. But I've also got somebody that now knows they can call me and get an answer for something. So when they need plastic, they're going to call me. Now, that's a good thing to do. I I tell that to my clients in the car business, too. We help them find uh, finances that they didn't know existed. And they call their clients and say, hey, we found uh, some money that we didn't know existed. And why don't you come in and get it? Now, some dealers don't like that. They're like, well, I don't want to tell my clients anything like that. Well, why would you not? That's my opinion. But some dealers are like, nah, you know, they think we're trying to mess them over and all that kind of stuff. Well, if they think that now, it's probably because you gave them a reason to in the past. And that's how you take away value from potential clients. So I always try to meet the need that they have, whether it's something I sell or not. And that's a way that you can add more value to potential clients. So if somebody says to me, well, just think about this. Let's pretend that uh, the dealer you bought your last car from called you and said, hey, Joe, we uh, six months ago sold you that car and we had a certain amount of financing that was available on it and we found another thousand dollars in an internal audit. If you'll come by the dealership and sign a piece of paper, we'll give you that $1,000. Now, would you ever shop anywhere else? I wouldn't. They've been honest. And what's the number one thing that people have a a problem with car dealers about? They're not honest. Well, in reality, most of the car dealers I know are pretty honest. But the perception is they're not because there are a few out there that aren't. And so my uh, clients, when they do that, when they offer the financing that's available to people and uh, they find a mistake, and they find another $1,000, they call them up and say, hey, come and get it. They could keep it, but they tell them to come get it, because what winds up happening is now you've got a client that trusts you, and so if you can build trust in someone, and you can help them trust you, that's awesome, because a lot of people can't do that. A lot of people don't know how to build trust, and they don't trust their clients. I I would hate to live in that world, where I couldn't trust who I was doing business with and where I couldn't trust either my clients or the people I'm, I'm buying from, that would be crazy. And there are industries like that, absolutely industries like that, but I don't want to be part of that because it, 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 oh, it, it, You can tell how much it bothers me, but I've seen it. I've seen it in car dealerships. I've seen it in other types of sales activities. Insurance is like that. Insurance is very cutthroat. I was in that for a few years. Uh, My pastor gave me a good piece of advice one time. He's been in the financial services business for 30 years plus. And I told him that I was getting ready to do that. And he said, let me tell you something. There's a six or $7 trillion industry there. Go out and get a little of it. He didn't say this, but even if I got a tenth of 1% of a trillion dollars, it's still a billion dollars. That's a lot of money. That is a lot of money. And obviously, I'm not going to go out and get a billion, but a tenth of 1% is not that much. So there are ways to make yourself at least perceived to be honest, and usually that's by telling the truth. And sometimes the truth kind of hurts. Sometimes you're like, I don't want to tell them the truth, but I'm going to tell you this much. If you do tell the truth, it will really make you stand out. I'll tell you one more story. I worked years and years and years ago right out of high school. I worked for Showcase Cinemas. In Louisville great big movie complex and back then in the late 70s early 80s they didn't have these great big multiplexes where you had 15 or 16 screens but there was one in Louisville called showcase cinemas well I was the assistant manager and what assistant manager meant was uh, I did a lot of work for a little bit of money and um, we had uh, long days I'll just put it that way very very long days and I worked on a salary so back then you know they could work you to death for basically less than minimum wage well one day I'm sitting in the office where I was working and somebody called and said is Mr. Schmuckatelli I'll just make that name up is he in there with you and and that was the big boss that was the guy and I said no I think he's sitting on his behind up in his office not doing anything and they laughed and I laughed and I said what can I help you with and I helped them with that well about five minutes later the door swung open and there stood Mr. Schmuckatelli and he said hey Jack now, my name's Terry, so I thought he was talking to someone else. But he said, hey, Jack, did you say that I was sitting on my behind not helping anybody up in my office? And in that split second, I thought, well, I could either tell him the truth or I could lie. Listen, I don't have a good enough memory to be a good liar. So, yeah, that's exactly what I said because I figured he could fire me, but if he fired me, I'd leave knowing that I had told the truth. So I told him the truth. It so much threw him off, and he was like, uh, okay well, if you need help, just ask me. And I apologized for saying that about him without him being there. And we had a good relationship after that. And I I, honestly, I didn't stay much longer, but he knew he could trust me. That's one of the things that you cannot buy. You can only earn is trust. So Joe, how do you add more value outside your product or service to potential clients? Be honest with them, be yourself and Try to find out what they really need and help them find that. Now, next week, my friend John Hansen has a good question for us. If someone has a job interview, how do they go to differentiate themselves to get the best chance to win that job? It's the best job, dream job. And then secondly, how do they do that without coming off as desperate? That's a really good question, John. Thank you. And I look forward to answering that one. Would you do me a favor? Subscribe to the podcast share the podcast, or tell a friend about it, rate and review Quiz the Diz. You can even call us with a question at 614-382-2582. That's 614-382-2582. Or write me an email, terry at quizthediz.com. Thanks for listening this week, and I'll talk to you next week. The Quiz the Diz podcast is produced by Prosper Leadership. Our website is quizthediz.com, or you can reach us at 614 382-2582 Thanks for listening and be sure to subscribe and let your friends know about Quiz the Diz.